Hey guys, welcome back to another great episode of the NASCAR series. Texas race still hasn't started. It was supposed to come back after it got postponed to today. It was supposed to start at 10 a.m., but now it's at tomorrow on NBCSN at, at noon. So you can tune into that. On tomorrow, if you um, don't see it, you can just look it up and like see the news. And then if it's unpostponed, you can already know that. So, let's try to get this episode out of the way. It was a good one. Start off with some new ghouls. Also during it, Rudy Fugel to join Hendrick Motorsports as number 24 crew chief for William Byron in 2021. Let's find out more about this. Let's check it out. What's behind the chainsaws? Save 15% or more on car insurance, you switch to Geico. It's what you do. Hendrick Motorsports has named Rudy Fugel as crew chief of number 24 in 2021. Fugel will replace Chad Knauss as crew chief for William Byron. Fugel and Byron won seven National Gander RV and Alpha Truck Series races in 2016. Google is also 28 in the truck rooms to his name. For more information, log on to NASCAR.com. How about some off things? Some off brain. Some things you don't know. I found out that Alex Bowman is going to have planters on his car next week at um, Martin, or the upcoming next race at Martinsville. Hmm, I gotta find out more of this. Clint Boyer is good. And I'll resume. No, I think the lead. And so, I hope we can get the race through tomorrow. Because it begins at noon. If it gets rain delayed for a couple hours, that'll be fine. But I hope it goes green because, you know, I have a full week of school. I almost missed it, but then it got postponed again. So, hope this race can get going. Tomorrow, I just hope it gets running around like two or three or something. I mean, it'll be fine if I have like a one, two hour rain delay, but I don't really care if it even starts at like noon now because, as you know, NASCAR.com slash drive, if you can join in on that, and even on NASCAR or slash drive, if you go to the dot com, you can have, have just one camera or two cameras. With one on big and one small, or four different cameras at one time. Then we've got two drivers with a battle cam, turn cam. And yeah, it's all cool. Oh, out there. I just hope this race can get done with. I want it to literally be, hopefully, hopefully the checkered flag can fly by tomorrow. Or what, Texas? It's in the Auto Trader Echo Park Automotive 500. 
I'm gonna see about the NASCAR on news we can find here. Or so. Hmm. The last time a NASCAR or Cup Series race was run on Tuesday because of a weather delay was was September 6, 2011 at Atlanta, won by Jeff Gordon. Doesn't seem like that long ago. I think he got his 85th career win in that, that race. Okay. As we continue, you coverage of my podcast. We're already almost five minutes in. How about inside NASCAR's postponement decision at Texas? Let's go inside. It is kind of a headache, but I hope we can get it through tomorrow. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, as you said, it was nothing on the radar. The, the forecast looked uh, to be cloudy, but we didn't expect any type of uh, any wet weather. And then as it started to move in, you know, we're working uh, with the track and the local uh, weather folks as well as our um, our contacts. And it was just a, uh, a low ceiling there that had some mist. And, you know, we were we were running as long as we could, and then we got to the point where we were starting to see, you know, windshields were getting wet, and, um, you know, the, the safety of the drivers were de- was definitely something to come into play. So, uh, at that point, it was, um, you know, time to uh, to make a decision, and we called it at that point, or red flagged it at that point. Overall, I mean, it's, it's just a tough situation. NASCAR can't control the weather, so what goes into to making a call to, you know, push the race a day uh, or, or, or to wait it out? Well, I think you, you take and you look at that all the information that you have available to you. Again, we work closely with the tracks and their meteorologists as well as, as our contacts uh, on the weather. And they're the ones that's going to have the best information to provide to us um, to make the best decisions that are in front of us. So as we went through yesterday, uh, we took the information and, and basically, it was spot on. It was telling us that we we were going to be dealing with that for a large portion of the evening. Um, we made a decision at that point to uh, to let all the teams and let the, our fans know that um, you know we would call it or postpone it until today. Um, today's forecast didn't look a great deal better, but you know, with the ceiling being so low, they gave us some encouragement that you know it could uh, we could have some periods of time where.
experts, if you will, from the from the uh, weather companies to be able to provide us with the information as we go forward. Um, as we all know, we've got Martinsville, you know, next weekend. Uh, we're not in a position at this point to feel like we're in dire straits, if you will, to have to uh, jump through a lot of hoops. Um, the teams uh, will be well prepared to uh, to be able to. Um, execute the Martinsville weekend with the equipment that they would run there. It's not the same cars that they're running here. So uh, we're, as we sit here today, uh, we're still in a pretty good position as far as uh, getting this race accomplished and getting it finished and then getting into the Martinsville weekend without having, again, jumped to a lot of hoops. Now, having said that, are there contingency scenarios? Could we possibly, worst case scenario, run Martinsville or run Texas after Martinsville if it came to it? Well, I think as as you well know, Jonathan, you know this COVID season that we've been dealing with in 2020, we've been very fluid. Um, our goal is to stay the course, as we've said from day one. We didn't want to interfere with the playoffs. We wanted to stay the course uh, with the way the schedule was laid out, and we, we've been able to do that to date. So, our goal is to stay um, again, stay the course with that, and not make any drastic changes. So let's dive in a little bit here. I mean, you guys just aren't fighting the mist. There's a lot more that goes into it. We're talking about temperatures a little bit off camera. So take me through all the factors that have to be considered when drying a racetrack. Yeah, absolutely. So so what we're dealing with here is we don't really have a downpour. We don't it's not a technically raining, you know, as we would know it raining. We've got a heavy mist. So what's going on is that we will get a period of time where it'll be no mist. So then we can get our air tightens, we can get the jet dryers out there, and we can start that drying process. Unfortunately, we're dealing with some 40-degree temperatures here. Normally, we could dry this racetrack probably uh, 90 minutes. We could be with, with a little bit of sunshine and just a 50-, 60-degree day, we could dry it in probably 90 minutes. But with the conditions that we're dealing with, and again, it's not just a full-blown rain, and that's been the, you know, it's challenging, but we still use the same tools and resources that we would to dry it in any other condition. It's, it's just right now, it's not, you know, it's not cut and dry, so to speak, that you know, we've got a wet condition versus we have a, a, a dry condition. We're in that misty area there um, where you may not even need your windshield wipers, but it's unfortunate that the track is damp enough and, and more difficult to dry. And for sure, we can't put vehicles out there and be racing. Elton, we appreciate your time. Hopefully those clouds break down there in Texas and we can see some cars on the racetrack soon. We appreciate you. Okay, my friend. Thank you. For you guys watching at home, the race has indeed been rescheduled. The new run date will be Tuesday, October 27th on the networks of NBC. SN. Okay, let's continue on. We're already at the 11 minute mark. Like so. Oh, I hope this race can at least get at a good run into tomorrow. My hope is that it starts in a range of 12 p.m., and which is noon, to about 3 p.m. That would be a good time. Be good because I'd be getting home from school, but I don't care about 12 because I got NASCAR, NASCAR.com slash drive. If you don't have the NASCAR mobile app, no worries. You don't have to download it just yet. 
you can just go to NASCAR.com slash drive to watch in car cameras, or you can go to NASCAR.com and get other stuff. But if you hit, it has you to NASCAR drive. It's going to get really good. If you um, drive heads, NASCAR.com slash drive. I mean, you head for some, some drivers with live car in car cameras. Live in car cameras. But also, oh, oh, battle in turn cam. A battle cam shows like all the racing. With also, oh, also, oh, the turn cam. So you can see cars, cars down the back stretch. Hope this race can get going at least by tomorrow. I don't know what I gotta say. Hey, so let's continue. We are we are at the end of our time sheet tomorrow for another great episode on the NASCAR series.